The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down. The Thursday night throwdown thanks to Teddy Covers. Always great uh, when Teddy kicks it uh, with us. We got Mike Blewett. Big fan of uh, Mr. Blewett as well, and a big fan of Pete Annapolis. We're talking hoops with Pete. We haven't even gotten to the NBA All-Star selections yet. The NBA starters have been announced, um, but the uh, the rest of the roster hasn't been filled out uh, yet, so there's no point spread, but we can t- kick the tires on who you like uh, just as far as the starters are concerned. And I got to tell you, man, like it's a pretty lethal All-Star game. <laughs> like, like When you look at the starting lineups, it's like, oh, dear God. Like, yeah, like the total, the total is not going to be, um, I'll tell you what, the total is not going to be 232 points for this game. I'll tell you that much. For the record, they're using the same ending. Remember last year in the All-Star game, it's actually called the Elam ending. And people sort of knew it as the Kobe format, right? They added 24 points. They had 20, they're going to do the same thing. So they got 24 points. So you got 20, you know, they, they, at, 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 you know, with like five minutes left or whatever, you can set the time. Different leagues do it at different times. But you set the score. The score, whatever the score is on the scoreboard, is final. It sets. And then you add you add 24 to it. Or I think in the basketball tournament uh, that we love so much, um, the ESPN call, the ESPN uh, alumni and streetball tournament has great stuff. It's called the basketball tournament. When I go to the basketball tournament, I think some people think, well, what tournament? It's called the TBT, the basketball tournament. We're going to be all over that this year, the basketball tournament. Those guys actually retweet me. They were retweeting me today because I was talking about this Elam ending. So, yeah, the Elam ending is very interesting. So they're going to be doing that again uh, in the All-Star game. Uh, so we'll, we'll break that down. Pete Annapolis is going to step up. And then we got Mike Blewett. We'll, talk, we'll get Blewett's thoughts on the Carson Wentz deal. Um, I think Teddy Covers is a very smart guy. Teddy, I, I appreciate his hot takes, uh, right? So I think, though, Teddy, I think Teddy was overvaluing Carson Wentz a little bit as far as what Carson Wentz can do. Is Carson Wentz technically better than Philip Rivers? You know, I guess there's more upside at this stage of the career considering Philip Rivers has, like, nine kids and is retired. But... Does Carson Wentz take these guys like to the Super Bowl? Does he win more games for them? There's no excuses for Carson Wentz anymore. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. Since you were a little kid, you've always loved sports. So have we. One of us. One of us. One of us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? (laughs) 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy out. The bug boy. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Slow out there. Rain last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Make it a lucky 13. I am Gabriel Moranti. Sports Rage Late Night. We're kicking it. Sirius XM Channel 204. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. And, uh, of course, all of our digital uh, platforms. So make it 13, uh, 13 and 0 as uh, the home team covers again here this evening. The Ducks beat the Buffalo uh, tonight. Uh, 60 to 56 is the final score. The game goes under the number. But coming into tonight, we told you guys this on Game Time Decisions. We're on uh, weeknights at 6. Uh, we told you guys um, that the home team was 12 and 0, man, ATS. 12-0 ATS, the last 12 meetings. And Colorado, of course, won the first matchup by seven. I thought it was a short price here this evening. You know what? Like, you know, I, I thought it was a short price here. We cash it. We thought it was, you know, Wisconsin, we lose it, right? A couple of these sort of home team short prices. But it was a good night tonight for us in college basketball. We hit, um, we hit the over in-game in the Wisconsin-Iowa game. We lost with Wisconsin. It was one and one. We hit Wichita State plus the points. They won the game outright. That's two and one. We hit um, St. Mary's Gonzaga over the 141 and a half. That's uh, four and one. At halftime, it was 149 and a half. I bet it. I took it uh, to go over again. That's five and one. And then boom, we just hit the Ducks at six and one. We've had a good week in college basketball. You know, I'm old enough and I should know better. But the reason why we've had these good nights is because we haven't bet as many games. Me and Cam talked about it earlier tonight. Like, college basketball, we're like, man, we're just killing it this week, college basketball. But why? We're only taking two games, three games and stuff. You know, oftentimes, man, we'll be on the air, me and Cam, it's like, man, we bet, oh, the game's starting at six. There's five games at six, and we bet them all. You don't like them. It's like you're just sort of getting in on it for action. Getting in on games for action is fun. We all love it and stuff. But if you're really trying to, you know, make some money and not just spin your wheels uh, then, you know, you got to pick your spots. And I've been better at picking my spots, but it's easier said than done, man. It's like an alcoholic saying he's never going to drink again, right? I mean, there's there's a bar open on every corner, at least usually. All right, let's go to uh, Matthias's informant. Do we have Charlie in Pennsylvania? Um, always concerned whenever uh, we have a phone caller and I haven't given out the phone number tonight. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but why not? Yeah, you know, we got Mike Blewett coming up in a couple of minutes. So let's send it to uh, Pennsylvania. What's up, Charlie? Yo, what's up? How you doing, Charlie? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm okay. I'm doing good. I had a good night tonight, so I'm doing all right. So what's on your mind, man? 
I'm assuming Carson Wentz and everything. If you're uh, Pennsylvania. Well, I did want to talk about a statement that was made earlier about uh, how the Sixers and the Nets were going to be locked for the Eastern Conference semifinals or this or the Eastern Conference finals, yeah, yeah. rather. My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree. don't know if that's I true disagree. with how the Sixers that are playing. That was Teddy that said that. That was Teddy that said that. I disagree. I'm not. I like the Sixers, but I'm not banking them as a lock to make it to the conference finals, bro. Yes, I yes I agree because I think in order for them to make the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, they would have to have Embiid playing at an MVP type level, which is never a guarantee. Even though he is playing very well this year, uh, I do think they'd have to have Ben Simmons playing at an All Star type level, which is not a guarantee either because that hasn't happened too much this year. And I also believe that uh, they'd have to have Toby Harris playing at an all-star type level because that team will not mesh together if it's just one person carrying the load for that whole entire team. And I also think Milwaukee, they're a good contender if they have more than just Giannis playing well in the playoffs, even though they never, they never fail to disappoint me. Uh, <laughs> but I also think you have Boston, who's experienced now with Tatum and... Yeah, I mean, that's about it now. I don't think the Heat can oh, do it. Oh, you guys write the Raptors off. Unless You're writing the Raptors off. Who are you a fan of? Who's your, who are you a uh, fan of? Yeah, I am team? writing the Raptors off. Uh, I do. They are playing a lot better, but I still don't think they're going to be able to, to, you know, pull together and make it past two rounds of the playoffs. Because, yeah, you know, they have Siakam. No, he's I'm been cold. on and off. He's been hot and cold all year. So are you a fan of a team? Who's your who's who's are you a Sixer fan? I I'm a Sixers fan. I love your guys' negativity. Donnie Wrightside's from Philly. I said, hey, the Sixers are playing well. He goes, ah, let's see it in the playoffs. <laughs> he goes, let's see it in the playoffs. Yeah, well. You, you guys, are, listen, they're better with Doc Rivers than Brett Brown. There's no disagreement about that, right? I, I agree. Completely, 100% agree. Like, but, at least uh, you know. I also. Oh, no, hey, go, go on. Sorry. No, go on. Sorry, my bad. Okay, well. All right. Uh, I also agree that, uh, you know, the Raptors, the Raptors, they have experience as well. But, you know, they got Lowry, they have Siakam. But I don't think they can play at a high enough level for two rounds. Uh, but also the fact that Brett Brown, he, he was like, he was almost a cancer to the culture in Philadelphia at that point. I think he was good for a rebuild, and that's about it. What's the word? Uh, we got to get out of here in a minute. Good call, Charlie. But what's the word in Philly? What do you guys uh, feel about uh, the end of the Wentz era right now? Uh, well, uh, personally, I'm not an Eagles fan, but uh, I can say that I'm disappointed in Carson Wentz. Uh, but you know what? I think he'll. I think he has to do better in Indy, or else he will be. Or else he'll. He'll be done. He'll be done. Yeah, no excuses, right? And Phil, and thanks for the call, Charlie. Don't be a no stranger. Excuse. Great, 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 great phone call. It's good, good job, Charlie. First time caller. That was damn good, considering you know, the calls that we get uh, at times. <laughs> great job. Yeah, good. All right, welcome back, Charlie. Hey, give us a call again, Charlie. All right. Um, you know, give, give us a call again. So yeah, it's interesting though, as far as Carson Wentz is concerned, and there is no excuse because. Two things can be right, guys. There's more than two sides to a story. There's 16 sides to a story, right? There is. There's there's a million sides to every story. So you can't just say not everything's black and white. We're sorry, he sucks, he's good, he's this, he's that. 
But for if you are on the side of Carson Wentz is still good, he's good, he's good, he's good. It's like Teddy. Teddy had every excuse under the sun here, right? He had every excuse. The offensive line, the coach, it was a bad situation. Yeah, well, whatever, dude. The the offense was better when Jalen Hurts was there. Um, Carson Wentz doesn't throw to his wide receivers. He only locks into the tight end position. He makes bad decisions. Um, He hangs on to the ball too long. He's not a good teammate. It's been proven. And now we're really hearing more and more about how the more he was bitching like crazy, even though he sucked and he was always hurt. Oh, yeah, never mind the fact that a playoff game, he got the clearance from the team doctors on the sideline. Guy's making $35 million a year. He got the clearance to go back in, and he didn't. They nearly beat Seattle with who? Who was the quarterback? Bobby Hoyer? Hoying? Hoyer? Whoever the hell it was. I always confuse those guys. Michigan State, Ohio State. So I'm just stating. And listen, I think Carson Wentz can win some games. I think I can win games. I think I would win nine games with that offense and that team. I think Frank Reich is that good. But there's no excuse now for Carson Wentz. Offensive line, check. Only one team allowed less sacks last year than the Indianapolis Colts, the Green Bay Packers. Running back, check. Jonathan Taylor came on strong at the end. Gets a kid's a stud, check. Wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton's getting up there. You need another young guy. Pittman's a stud. You got a good tight end. You've got young players. You can draft another wide receiver, sign, you know, bring in Allen Robinson, whatever. You can do whatever the hell you want. Defense, good. Is it perfect to defense? No, but defense is good. Check. They had defensive injuries. The Colts had injuries and they still won 11 games. So Carson, I don't know. Like, what's the barrier now? 12, 13? The barrier is winning in the playoffs. Can Carson West stay healthy? He's not, he's not durable. As we stated, dilly dilly, Philly Philly. Feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? Mike Blewett joins us next. Listening to the home of the winning edge. It's easy to get. Just keep it here. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Bon appetit. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. The late-night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brentz. We're kicking it. Sports Grid Radio Network. Throwing it down. Sirius XM Channel 204. And, of course, uh, the deal finally went down. Let's bring in uh, Mike Blewett to break it all uh, down. When we talk NFL football, we talk NFL football with Sports Grids. Mike Blewett. Mike, always a pleasure. How you doing? 
Yeah, buddy. Uh, great to be with you as always. And I will say that when they're, when they're, we're in the doldrums of the NFL season between the Super Bowl and free agency, it's nice to have a story like this for us to be able to chop it up. Well, we always say there really is no offseason in the National Football League. And this season, I think, is going to be as, uh, as an active offseason uh, as we've seen uh, before. But let me ask you, Mike, before we get into the details of the Carson Wentz uh, deal, um, quarterback spots and deals are being made. Teams are making their decisions uh, right now. Okay. So, you know, this this now you wonder it like it basically if you're the New York Jets, it's like, well, you're not trading Sam Darnold to the Colts anymore. Right. Like, you know, each deal has ramifications for other teams, sure. doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Musical chairs and some people are going to be left standing up when the when the music stops. And I, and I will say just in comparison to, say, last year, we had effectively six quarterback positions where we knew going into the offseason that the starter was going to be different. Once Tom Brady made his decision, we knew it was the Bengals, the Bucks were getting Brady, the Chargers were going to make a change with Rivers leaving, the Colts obtained uh, Rivers, and then the Panthers and Pats obviously made decisions. That's only six teams. We've had discussions to this point in the offseason with 16 different teams potentially changing quarterbacks. Some have already done so, and it now leaves us with of uh, the quarterbacks drafted in the first round from 2009 to 2016 of the 22, zero remain with the team that drafted them. And it used to be unheard of, Mike, uh, and a couple of teams, it's funny you just stated, so last year, teams in the quarterback mix, Carolina Panthers, New England Patriots, they might be in the quarterback mix again, Yeah. right? And we've seen... Um, the Miami Dolphins flirting with, you know what? Yeah, we'll trade Tua. Um, we see right now, you know, Carson Wentz dealt, who was a number one pick. Teams will will move on quicker now uh, than they used to, obviously. So it's it's interesting. You look at Carolina. I think Carolina is a prime candidate to draft a quarterback. They don't have to rush rush him on the field. You've got Bridgewater under contract. How many people are going to be lining up for Teddy Bridgewater? But it really is an interesting dynamic and. I, you know, I threw this out there to Rick Saratella last week, uh, earlier in the week, I should say, uh, NFL Draft Bible, and I said, imagine if Philadelphia drafts Trey Lance out of North Dakota State with the sixth pick, and I said it sarcastically. He said, you know what? You're not all that crazy, Gabe, for saying that. <laughs> yeah, it would be odd to go right back to the well. Uh, I can't see them doing it. I, I, I tend to think, and I think everything's on the table for Philly as it is with other teams. I tend to think they'll give Hertz a shot with yeah. a potentially rebuilt offensive line with guys coming off injury and, and just try to run it back. I don't know that it's a good team. but Doesn't it make bad... perfect sense? It's almost like Miami all over. Jalen Hurts, yeah. yeah, let's sign Ryan Fitzpatrick and let him compete. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? yeah, let me ask you this seriously. Does, can you just? I like Jalen Hurts, and yeah. you know we'll get. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's got potential, but at the same point in time, I'm not Nick Sirianni. I'm not the new coach in the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and maybe they could just say, you know what? We were drunk last year. You know, we, we made a lot of mistakes over the last couple of years. Sure. We've already got rid of Peterson. We've got we've Carson Wentz, and guys. I know this isn't you know. No one say this out loud, but Jalen, we're, we're we're not. He's not our guy. And I'm not saying that he isn't, but I'm just saying that could be a conversation, right? A hundred percent. I think you framed it the right way. It's really important for all of these teams with new 
executives and coaches coming in to understand that it's their team and they're building it the way they want. So That's it would be job. foolish. It's your, yeah. your, your, your job's on the line, yeah. coach. Of yeah, course. it hurts your guy. It would be foolish for teams to close the door on any opportunities. You mentioned Carolina. That's a really good example. I think they like Teddy Bridgewater, but they've now seen him play a full season, and I think they realize that there's a ceiling to how good they can be with him. So they're looking for every avenue to potentially improve that position. If it still ends up that they have Teddy for 2021, then they'll go for it, and they can cut him after that because he's not he's barely a cap hit at all in the 2022 season. So they play one more year with him. He's a bridge quarterback, pardon the pun. And they look in these next couple of drafts, this year or next, as to the guy they like. They'll have a shot this year at somebody good. So Carson Wentz gets sent to the Indianapolis uh, Colts. The Philadelphia um, Eagles, um, of course, uh, agree to trade the number, one, number two overall pick to the Indianapolis uh, Colts. Uh, for a 2021 third round pick and a conditional and a conditional 2022 second round pick that could turn into a first. Now, here are the details, actually, of what what has to happen for that to turn into a first. Carson Wentz reaches 75 percent of the offensive snaps uh, this year, 70 percent of the offensive snaps and the Colts make the playoffs. Yeah. Now so we should no. Yeah. This this was an eleven and five football team with with Philip Rivers. Yeah, absolutely. So it would be seventy five percent of the snaps or the seventy and the playoffs, as you stated. They went eleven and five, made the playoffs with Phil Rivers being more of a caretaker than anything else. I picked the Colts to win the division. They tied for the division, lost the tiebreaker. I think they're still a good football team, top to bottom. Does Wentz put them over the top? I personally don't think so, but. I'll say it in two. I think it's ultimately the best that Philly was going to be able to do. And I think realistically, that conditional second rounder does become a first. But you are rooting for a guy to play all of these snaps that has an injury history. So there's a possibility he doesn't get there one way or the other. As far as the Colts are concerned, it is a $47 million commitment over two years. And it would potentially be a third and then the first in 2022. Now, it's reasonable, but you do have to admit, Gabe, that that is a price that has expectations attached to it. A first, a third and forty seven million dollars over two years has some flexibility, but he needs to do something pretty good here. You need to get over the hump, win a couple of playoff games, challenge Pat Mahomes in some way. We can look at the Colts and say, you know what? All right, it's you know they've got Frank Reich. They're pretty smart. They bring in Philip Rivers, you know, short term. Now they bring in Carson Wentz, short term. But it's a good point that you just raised, Mike. I mean, they played. They paid Philip Rivers twenty five million dollars. Yeah. And now they're so now you're basically paying another nearly fifty million yeah. for a couple of years. You keep on spending relatively big money on these short term fixes instead of addressing your situation. You know, my father when we were growing up. Um, my father, we were broke. And um, I remember, you know, we were talking about like dollar stores and, and stuff like that. And he said, son, we're too poor to buy uh, cheap things. And it's almost a good, you know what I mean? Yeah, if absolutely. you look at it a big picture, right? It's like, yeah, you know, it's sort of like, like the, the classic, you know, we'll lease you the TV. Hey, just give us 30 bucks a month, right? You know, you don't have 1200 bucks for the new TV and a new furniture set. Just give us 80 bucks a month for it. Right? Yeah, you end up paying $8,000 for it over the years. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you get my theory, my, my take here as far as the Colts are concerned. 
You guys sort of keep on doing these short-term things that are okay, but is it, are you just buying time? And you're not developing and maybe better off. You draft a real quarterback, you get a guy in here and you do it for real. Yeah, and and obviously you are slotting in quarterbacks in a manner that does limit your cap your cap flexibility to some extent. Now, $25 million for a top-flight quarterback is cheap, but we don't know that we have that in Wentz, and we didn't have it in Rivers. It was a reasonable price for a guy to be the caretaker and go 11-5, yeah. and five. but that's not the goal. That's not the goal. They have all these good defenders and a, and a bang-up offensive line that is could potentially win them a lot, a, a championship, right? They're building that type of team. So to just keep going 11-5 and five isn't the goal. They need Wentz to be all that and more over the next five years. Mike Blewett uh, joining us on Sports Rage Late Night. I am Gabriel Moran, C Sports Good Radio Network, Series XM, Channel 204. Shout-out to our AM radio affiliates. So I'm just thinking, and I want to get your take, on on Fernando Tatis's um, contract as well, but oh, yeah. so if you if you work it out and I did, it's nearly twenty five. It's it's twenty four million dollars a year for Fernando Tatis. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz makes more money than Fernando Tatis mm-hmm. in a sport in a sport in which infamous, infamously stiffs players. <laughs> Like, so just almost shows how bad this Tatis deal is almost. It's like, bro, you're one of the best young phenoms in the history of the sport of baseball, and that stiff Carson Wentz is making more than you in a sport where they rip everyone off. Like, when I put it in that perspective, right, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, don't show me any of the NBA contracts. You wouldn't believe that some of the guys that are making 20 million bucks a year in the NBA, but I think it's a fair point. It, it, it's impossible to hand a 22-year-old a 300 plus $340 million deal and have them look at you sideways. He's now locked in. He's got a full no trade. Uh, it's very taxable, obviously. He lives in California, so he's going to be giving a lot of that money to Uncle Sam. But uh, in the long run, the Padres are really trying to build something that's been very different than what they've been for a long time, right? That that infield is wildly expensive between Machado, now Tatis, and Eric Hosmer. 86 uh, million. Yeah, so they, I, I appreciate that they went after it, but the one positive I'd say for Tatis is that it took guys like Mookie Betts and Mike Trout until their 27th birthday for them to cash in on deals like this. He gets it before arbitration, before any of the, uh, sort of hoops that you normally have to jump through as a young prospect that's owned by a team in baseball. It was a win-win for both of them. A young man gets $340 million, and San Diego locks up a star uh, for the next decade plus. More tricks like I can take Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with you. And nobody wants that. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. There are 24 hours in every day. 1,440 minutes. 86,400 seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We always love breaking it down uh, with Mike uh, Blewett talking NFL uh, football. We just uh, talk a little bit about Tatis's uh, contract, but everything uh, always is connected. So as far as Carson Wentz uh, is concerned, if there's anybody, and I know this isn't an edgy take uh, here, Mike, but if there's anybody that can rehabilitate Carson Wentz, it's Frank Reich. Yeah. I thought it's yeah. it's Frank I, thought, I agree. I thought this was the fit that made sense all along. I think Indy held firm on what they were willing to give up and now they've paid a reasonable price and it could be relatively expensive, but if it ends up being more expensive, that means it's a victory for them to some extent, right? Wentz has played well, he stayed healthy. Uh, the Wentz to the Bears didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Uh, I think Bears fans should thank their lucky stars that they're yeah. not saddled with this contract for an unknown QB trying to figure himself out in a new city with a new coach. I exactly. think Indy was I think Indy was the spot that made sense all along and it happened. If you're Carson Wentz as well, your career just got saved. Like I, I, I don't think I'm being extreme. This will be an edgier take, but Carson Wentz goes to Chicago. Dude, he's less mobile than Trubisky is who can at least sort of run around a little bit. Carson Wentz would have got murdered in Chicago. It's a, it's a, the fans have high expectations. It's a tough audience. It's a tough crowd. It would not have worked out well for him. And then he would have got beaten up. And who would want Carson Wentz in two years after this? Nobody. Yeah, He'd be right. like, you know what? This guy, he was a bust. He can't win. He's done. He, you know, like he went to the perfect place. It's like the witness protection program of the NFL, the Colts, isn't it? Yeah, hey, yeah. I'm a quarterback. I'm going Frank <laughs> Reich. I'm protected. Dude. They gave up the second least sacks in the NFL, only Green Bay less. You have yeah. a great offensive line. You got a stud young running back in Taylor. Pittman's a stud. You know they'll add some more weapons. You got a good defense. You've got a former quarterback as your coach who's an offensive genius and quarterback guru. Dude, you or I can win 10 games with the Colts at quarterback. The Colts are a rock-solid team all the way around. I think you and I have both mentioned that Chris Ballard, their GM, has done a really excellent job in building this team, and he rebounded from an awful situation with the Josh McDaniels hanging them out to dry, and he ends up with Frank Reich. So uh, I, I think they've done a really good job. Their le longtime left tackle, Anthony Costanzo, recently retired, so they do have to replace him. I think if you look at any other weaknesses on that team, it was probably Phil Rivers not being able to get them to the next level. A and B, their defensive backfield uh, probably needs some bolstering. But there aren't a lot of holes in general, linebacker, defensive line, offensive line, uh, all the way through. Uh, this is a great situation for Wentz, uh, and I I've never been on the Wentz bandwagon personally, but I don't think he stinks. I think he can obviously have the opportunity with Frank Reich uh, to be better than Phil Rivers was, which is really kind of what you're looking for if you're a Colts fan. Yeah, but you know what? When we really get down to it, aren't we playing for trophies? Aren't yep. we like if like you know what I mean? Like we could talk. Well, yeah, it's a good deal for Wentz, and it works out for him. And Indianapolis fills a hole. 
and Philadelphia gets rid of the contract. Yeah. Yet are the if you're the Indianapolis Colts and you're Jim Irsay uh, right now and you're Frank Reich, are you having that feeling like you know what, man, we're going to the Super Bowl and nobody knows it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that, oh, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl now. Like that feeling like, yeah, this puts us over the top. Eh, does it? What does it change? What does it change for them? Well, you and I don't think it. I think Frank Reich thinks it in the way that Sean McDermott feels that felt that way about Josh Allen when nobody else did. Uh, I don't, I'm not suggesting Josh, uh, Carson Wentz can be as good yeah, as yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, I was going to say, but whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not oh, suggesting yeah, I'll, that I'll at all. you finish your point. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm saying that I think Frank Reich probably feels that way, that, look, nobody believes in you right now, and we're going to get you back to where you were when you were playing an MVP style of football, and we've got a soft landing for you, uh, going to be tons of protection. Let's get rid of some of those bad habits. Now, you and I are both not on the Carson Wentz bandwagon overall and i thought philly's crucial mistake was obviously giving them the deal when they gave it to him they felt pressured uh, because he was having this success but it would be like giving a mega deal to baker mayfield right now and you know that's just not that that's the timing of when they gave him the deal and i think you or i or nobody else would give uh, baker mayfield a mega deal right now now mike i brought this up earlier about ramifications for other teams and i'm looking at the new york jets and it's one of these deals where it's like, yeah, the draft is a little more than two months away. What is that, I don't know, 63, 64 days, 63 days, whatever the hell it is now yeah. at this point away. And you can say, well, we've got time to make our decision. Well, no, you kind of don't. As we've seen, other teams are moving. Other teams are shaking and other teams are baking uh, right now. If you're the New York Jets, it's not as if, oh, well, you know, we'll just wait until uh, April 26th tonight, but we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. So... It's almost going to come to the point. It's like, well, we don't even have anyone to trade it to anymore. So yeah. we waited so long. So I'm saying right now, I'm asking you, what do you think happens with Sam Darnold? It's it's interesting. They, they're they saying, you know, they seem to say that they like him. And they're, they're selling that. We had Rex Ryan on Super Bowl week, former head coach of the New York Jets. And he said, Gabe, they're not winning with Rex Ryan. They need to make the move. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, and I'm here in Washington. I don't know if it's to be the case, but I'm hearing Washington has has put it out there that, listen, if you're going to trade Sam Darnold, talk to us. So what what do you think is going to happen here with Sam Darnold? I actually do think that's a reasonable place for him to end up landing. And I think the Jets should say that. That's the only thing that's going to drum up any increased interest is the Jets saying, we want Sam to be our quarterback in 2021. Because then people will have to pry him away. I, yeah. I think it's clear. Yeah, you can't that, say, yeah, we don't like him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's clear that the the Jets are not going to have as many suitors now. That's very obvious. And each individual team, it ties back to what you were saying earlier, has to make a decision about, is Sam Darnold going to viscerally improve our team? Is he really going to come in and change the trajectory that they're, that we're on? I think it's a hard thing for a GM to and a, or a head coach to put their reputation on the line for. You're not a Darnold believer. I'm a little bit more of a believer, but I'm also a believer in the sense that, like, if I had an opportunity for Sam Darnold to experiment for a year, so be it. You know, the Steelers are in a position where they don't know what they can do with Ben, so they could throw a Hail Mary on somebody like him like they did with Dwayne Haskins. Washington's in a position where they got no quarterbacks, because they got yeah, too many. Yeah, but they're in so a division. That's a winnable division. Yeah, but again, it's about trophies. 
So can Sam put them on a better trajectory than Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, whomever? What's, what's this old saying, Blewett? One man's trash is another man's treasure? Yeah. Some of these got- other teams are thinking, hell, man, Darnold's the third overall pick in the draft. Well, let's get him. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like as a Steelers fan, I would I would take a shot with somebody like that if Ben can't be around. I just tend to think that Darnold's probably going to be where he's at, and the Jets could look at drafting somebody, uh, and the Steelers probably bring Ben back in a creative way. This is, but uh, you know, it's interesting. So this is it, though, right? For Ben, this is the swan song. Yeah. Is this the rocking chair? Um, is it possible? Will he retire a Steeler? Is it crazy that the Steelers say, all right, listen, we're not resigning him, bro. Like, we, we did this out of respect for you in this last yeah. year of the contract. But old Ben says, man, I still got something left. I want to play. I think he Can should look at that? what I think he should look what happened with Eli and just consider that. Yeah, like, are yeah. you going to do the one year deal The Johnny Unitas in a Chargers uniform, the yeah. uh, Phil Rivers being a Colt? And that actually went fairly well. But do you really want to be that Joe Namath on the Rams? I, I just don't see it because I don't think anybody's Thomas on the Dolphins still. Kills yeah, me. right. <laughs> but uh, to me, I, I just don't really see anybody having him. I don't see there being any market for him after what happened this year. I think he plays for the Steelers or nowhere. Uh, Mike Blewett uh, with us. Uh, Mike, uh, before we get you out of here, uh, the NBA All-Star game. Uh, interesting dynamic around the game uh, this year. There's a lot of negativity. The mayor of Atlanta telling people, don't come here. We're not open for business. Um, there's been some players that have questioned uh, why they're playing the, the All-Star game. Yeah, we know why they're playing the All-Star game, because of money and because yeah. of revenue. And, of course. And there's, you know, I don't know why people, people complain no matter what, Mike. So if they don't play the game, then NBA <laughs> All-Star players are a bunch of bitches that didn't play in the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. They play the All-Star game, then why are you playing the All-Star game in the middle of a pandemic? It's like, I, why? Everything's got to be an issue today, Mike, doesn't it? Everything. Of course. Of course. And... I, in this instance, I do side with the players and people can call LeBron whiny because he's worth a billion dollars and he's just out there playing basketball. But Le- LeBron went on a championship run, which was a confusing year. Obviously, they they quarantined themselves in this bubble. He ends up winning. And then two months later, he's playing competitive basketball on Christmas again. And then six weeks or eight weeks after yeah. that, they're like, OK, Let's put on an exhibition for everybody because we need this TV revenue. We've got to bang out a few commercials at a million bucks a pop and try to recover some of this revenue. I think they get upset. There's a personal side to it. I think they get upset, as some of them said, is because people don't realize it. They're prisoners in their rooms. There's some serious rules. They can't have visitors and this and that. So it's like, so you guys, everything is so dangerous, but now you're going to have us go to fly to another city to do this, right? Yeah. And go through all these festivities. I found it interesting, actually, the National Football League that, of course, supports law enforcement, Mike, right? And as, as we know, as always, Tampa Bay Police uh, Department Union <laughs> released a statement disgusted with the NFL that they were forced to work 90 events without people wearing masks and closed quarters. It's just funny the hypocrisy is not all that. Like, the, what the public face is and, like, Oh, yeah, screw you, Kaepernick. We support law enforcement. Reality? Yeah, shut up, cop, and work security for our event. Yeah. Yeah, it's, look, there's there's always <laughs> there's always these dynamics that exist in the And league. I even think, sorry, Mike, but I even yeah. think the mayor of Atlanta should shut up, too. 
It's like, shut up. You got the All-Star game. These guys are all 100 millionaires coming, staying in hotel rooms. Your city's making a lot of money. Like, everyone's just got to shut up about this. It's just a basketball game. Yeah, I mean, he's playing a political game, right? He's he's trying to stick up. He's trying to make it look like he's sticking up for his city when uh, you, we, you or I won't be surprised if he's found at one of oh, these she, events. She, right? she, or she. Sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah. Keisha sorry, sorry. Bottoms. <laughs> so that's right. Keisha Bottoms will be found at one of these events, right? You don't, uh, there's been a lot of hypocrisy with politicians saying one thing and then doing another, being caught at restaurants when they've said you shouldn't eat out at restaurants. All or of this stuff is that. Yeah, yeah. Like Ted Cruz. Exactly right. Exactly right. Whether it's uh, Ted Cruz or uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, they've both been caught on camera doing things that they proclaim they shouldn't be doing. But um, I, Keisha Bottoms has been at the forefront of really telling people to be careful. So I can appreciate what she's saying. But again, that is a political effort on her part. If the NBA All-Star Game is going to be put on and the Hawks are playing, on a regular basis, then I think they've at least shown that they can put on the event and keep people relatively safe. In terms of the NFL uh, putting cops in harm's way, it's gross. What else is there to say? It's gross for them to do that. Nothing, they, they had extreme accountability on the part of the 2,000 players and the thousands more of employees all year long, and then it gets to the Super Bowl and they like let their guard down. It's just a ridiculous look. Yeah, it was kind of an embarrassment, wasn't it, to, for the Nationals? Because they were almost like, yeah, whatever. It's the last day of school, so who cares? What are you going to do? Right? It was almost that feeling, yeah. right? It That's was exactly right. A last day of school scenario. Yeah, 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 exactly. We'll do whatever the hell we want on the way out here. I don't care about this physics final. I'm out of here. <laughs> I never <laughs> did. I didn't need the last day of school for that. I didn't go. I didn't get admitted to Boston College like that, like Mike Blewett. Uh, did. Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks a lot for taking the time to Mike Lewis. Mike Lewis. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network, doing our part to spread the winning edge nationwide. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of of sports sports talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Great stuff with White Blewett. Three-minute warning, level two. Quickest 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio, Series 6 M Channel 204. We're throwing it down. AM Radio Affiliates, the Mightier 1090, San Diego, Los Angeles, in the house uh, here this evening. Pete Annapolis will join us a little bit later on. We'll get into the the NBA All-Star Game. We'll go over the starters. We haven't gotten to that yet. 
Um, we'll get into the MVP uh, odds uh, with uh, with Pete. A lot of stuff to get to. I've got an interesting quarterback quarterback comparison as well. We're always talking quarterbacks and this guy and that guy and who's the best. And uh, basically, um, it's interesting. Pro Football Reference, who are very reputable. Uh, ProFootballReference.com is a strong site. Strong. It's not like a tabloid issue. They don't have an opinion. There's not even stories on their website. It's just numbers, <laughs> right? And so like, like baseball reference, you know, they're numbers guys. They're just numbers and facts. So they don't have opinions. It's just what the numbers uh, say. And it's interesting. They rank the National Football League quarterbacks uh, of all time. All right. So it's, it's very interesting. We'll get into that. So speaking of quarterbacks and uh, shout out to Iggy 68 uh, tuning in right now. And uh, Iggy's wondering about Sam Darnold and his contract and what the deal is. And Sam Darnold doesn't make a lot of money, guys. This is why Sam Darnold is attractive. All right. Uh, this, this is why he's very, very attractive. He is owed. He's owed four million dollars this year. $4,774,685. He counts for $9 million against the cap. Cap hit is uh, $9,794,000. All right, for the record, he signed a $30 million contract for four years. All right, so, and this is the last year of the deal. Um, but there's a club option. There's a club option for 2022. So it's up to them. So basically, if you're the Jets, you've got a quarterback on the team here this year. And this is why it's very attractive for other NFL teams. Like if you're Washington, you get Darnold, he's costing you $9 million against the cap. Gives you money to load up and get some weapons for him. Bring it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.